And uh, welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast brought to you by New York Sports Nation. My name is Jose. I'm here with Ryan and Brian, and we're going to get right into the games because this is the Tuesday episode podcast, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into the games, though, because none of them are really that good. Um, but game one I know, against I know. I know, I know. You don't want to get into the games? That means we can end it now? <laughs> yes, yes we, we go home we're done yeah. All right, we're gonna we go give you we're sleep. gonna give you the bottom line up front the yankees went one and six <laughs> there you go and that's that's kind of all you need to know after that um this was my least favorite one because i was in toronto and you hardly see many four game sweeps nowadays because of wrestling and all that stuff and the Yankees got four games swept by the Blue Jays. And I had a tour guide that kept laughing at me. So that was fun. Um, they didn't just game, get swept. Yeah, it was. They got swamped. That's a way to put oh. that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, they they definitely got something. Um, game one. Just Tyone rough start. Connor's downhill from there, and then Christy gives up five in the ninth. Uh, no runs. That's never good. Off five hits, you're at home. Is this the game, Ryan? That they never they didn't have one guy get sec- get to second base. I believe so. I think this and is. I, yeah. I forget if they they went from Sunday until game three of the series without an extra base hit, I believe. Yeah, 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 uh, that's true. That's just uh, not good. (laughs) Um, Something something just overall from the series, uh, it kind of stunk to see Simeon across uh, across that doing so well because – in the offseason, I was ha- I was happy to get DJ back, but like one of my first or second choices, if DJ was ask- asking for too much, was Marcus Simeon. And, you know, it, it's just he's been amazing this year, so <laughs> it's it's tough to see. Um, and Vlad Guerrero is just I think he's he's going to be a Yankee killer, just like his dad was. And, it's real tough because this this game was a tone setter for the for the entire series, and it, and it started with the Blue Jays <clears throat> doing what the Yankees used to do in the Yankee Stadium. Okay, uh, they were going deep, and they were going deep often and right off the bat. So you know, literally right off the bat, um, and and it was just tough to see that uh, Tyone he did settle down and he looked he was looking much better through the through the, the latter latter part of the innings. The, the second through at the second through the sixth, he didn't give up anything. So um, yeah. he overall pitched a good game despite yeah. the first inning. Yep. <clears throat> he he got to seven innings, only mm-hmm. four hits, three yeah. runs. Like you can't be mad at you can't be mad at that. If Tyone is giving you seven innings, three earned runs, you would like to expect a win. But when the yeah. team yeah. As Ryan nicely put it in our group chat, is the Yankees have not been on second base this entire game. 
So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. that would, I feel like if you don't do that, you're likely not going to win. And then, <laughs> to uh, score runs to win. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I feel like that's, that's what you get here on uh, the Yankee Nation podcast. Some expert baseball analysis. You need yeah. to score runs to win. And I mean, it, here's a, a more nuanced thing that I mentioned last week going into this series. That I was like, okay, I kind of feel good that we're not facing Robbie Ray, who was their best pitcher and like Cy Young contender. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't matter. Here comes, yeah, here comes that other pitcher that starts with an R and only goes three letters. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> well, Roy you, has Roy. We kind of haven't been able to touch him this whole this whole year. Like opening day wiped us out, and I feel like every time we face them, we we struggle, and I. Owner, because he's Rio such a is, good location. Yeah. It's really weird because, like, I remember 2019, the Yankees went to LA, and I was like, okay, we're playing. It was Paxton against Ryu, mm-hmm. and um, the Yankees really got to Ryu in that game, and they were yeah. they got a ton of runs and blew out the Dodgers that night. And ever since Ryu has come over to uh, Toronto, uh, he's I feel like he's got the better of us. Um, He's uh, he just locates really well. Um, so <laughs> he was someone that like I that was like yeah maybe the Yankees could sign him, but obviously like they were gonna spend on Cole. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and the wheels start coming then. So the wheels start coming off then and stuff. But then in the in game two, we had two losses in game two. Yeah. Yeah. Cole struggles. Cole gets taken out of the game. Hamstring stuff, as we know now. Um, Orioles keep putting up runs. Five Blue runs. Blue Jays. Oh gosh. Blue this Jays was runs. This offensive performance was sad because we were facing Stephen Matz. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't. Like someone who's great, you know. I mean, they they score the run. It was uh, the Rizzo single. Yeah, that, and that was it. That was it. So one of one of my favorite one of my favorite things when I was uh, watching this game, <clears throat> and I guess it was a it was a game that was on uh, MLB Network or something and and stuff. But but uh, Buck Showalter was one of the commentators on the, on on uh, their their uh, MLB game day type type stuff. <laughs> and of course, in this game, Simeon yet again, you know, hurt, hurts the Yankees with a home run. But then Kirk is is uh, batting a little bit lower in the order and stuff. Now, yeah. if you see this guy, he's a short, kind of pudgy guy, and and stuff. And 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 yet, every time he smacks the ball, he's launching one to either the warning track or over the fence. And, and and that was what Buck Showalter said. Buck Showalter says, you know, you look at the guy. Does he look like a baseball guy? Not really. But you look at the guy and he's at this level. The first thing you think as a manager is, wow, he must be a really good hitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the only reason he's in the game. You know? <laughs> and yeah. 
and stuff. And yeah, and he rocked it and he rocked them twice. And, you know, the Yankees that game, I think he had another one in the series, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. But he hit two to right in this game, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, was it wasn't like, wasn't like he was pulling them green. He was doing Yankees things to the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pitching doesn't look well. Once Cole goes down, you're never too excited about that. And we kind of talked, touched upon that in the Monday episode. Now knowing more that it's a hamstring injury, maybe he'll be back. What today? We said he might be back. Or did he? Would he have pitched last night? No, Tuesday, he would be right? pitching Tuesday's game. So he'd be maybe coming back tonight. So right. With a hamstring injury, never know. And again, the way the way he hopped over the rail from you know at, at uh, City City uh, Field last night, the way he hopped yeah. over the rail from the dugout, you know, I guess the ham is okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that was just a bizarre. Really funny, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, game three, guys. The what? This is Hill's game. Oh, geez. Right. He was wild from the start. He we really had. He was struggling to find his own. And yeah. <clears throat> as as he was putting guys on with walks, he was also striking out the rest of the order. And so that was kind of the way it was going for him. And he made his way through three innings there of continuing his scoreless streak. Um, um, and But then in the fourth, you know, he loads them up and they've got to bring in Lucas Lukey. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I think in this game, it was Sanchez behind the plate, right? So um, Lukey has one that that that, that hits the dirt, and, and it was just not. It's called a wild pitch, but I was uh, hesitating to think it was a wild pitch. And um, and then of course that leads to the first heel run uh, scored, and then he gives up a single, which leads to the next two. So so heel ends up giving up his first three runs because he loaded the bases and then had to turn it over. Yeah, but he did battle, and he did you know have as many walks as strikeouts, which is if he can get it more under control, we kind of talked about this in the Monday episode that that's, he'll start to figure it out and that'll be good um, if he gets a little more control. But, yeah, the, the near future or the, there you go. yeah. That's that glass half full we're talking about. That's that glass half full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. But Gardy answered, uh, and that was the best part. Gardy answered. You know, he, uh-huh. he he came back with a three-run home run. And uh and and that was uh that was good to see. But then again, you got tired, tired relief pitching coming in the next, you know, you know, the seventh, eighth, and ninth, the Yankees gave up a run each on a different pitcher. Uh and in that ninth. We had to have Wandy Peralta come in and rescue Chapman one more time. Yeah. It was Holmes, Green, and Chapman who gave yep. up runs, I believe. Yep. So um, I forget how those runs scored, but um, yeah, once uh, once they got the lead off Clay Holmes, I was like, yeah, man. 
can't think I could see this where this one was going. Yeah. Um, they are just yeah. a good line. The, the Blue Jays, top to bottom, are a threat, a, a lineup threat all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we have. Uh, I think I think Jose's frozen. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's go to game four. Yeah, I'm let's... ready for game four. Um, if you notice, I don't have too much to say about these games just because it's demoralizing. So. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, this game, I have a little bit, a little bit of something because of uh, some of the uh, the choices made uh, to use uh, pitchers in this game. Um, I did oh, say, I totally agree. I sent a tweet to um, to our group chat during this game um, about. It was Boone talking about. Um, I think it was not using Chad Green, and, and instead using Sal Romano in uh, the seventh inning, I believe. Yeah. And uh, this was the this was like the half inning right after Rizzo hit the home run. It was a, right. it was it was a similar moment where like the Yankees were like it felt like they were sleepwalking through another game. And, and like like Guardy the night before, they hit the home run to tie, it. and it's like, okay, we got a new game. We can like, even if the Yankees had just won this game, they still would have been like, okay, the standings are not that bad. Like, but you lost. I mean, the, losing all four is just uh, it get it just put the Blue Jays on even footing. Where if you even got one, it's like, okay, you're still a little bit ahead. But um. Yeah, they used Sal Romano because Boone was like Boone. Boone decided that Chad Green was supposed to be the closer that night, and it's kind of hard for me to uh, go along with that logic because you have to, to to be a closer, you have to have the lead. The Yankees never had the lead right. in this game. Yep, and. Um, and we talked last week about, you know, when do you use that pitcher that needs to shut it down, you know, stop yeah. the rally and do it. And that, that this would have been one of those games to use Chad, you know, in that role, just to, just to stop yeah. the, stop the hemorrhage. And, and of uh, course, like Chad's Chad has been struggling too, but like, he's still one of the best pitch. He's probably the best healthy pitchers, even still, even if like, even that's debatable, but like, regardless he's one of the top guys in the bullpen still just because of uh what he's done in the past um and the yeah. other guys we got in there um and then they used Heaney in the ninth and he gave up two runs which was not a big surprise and um in the bottom of the ninth the Yankees hit two home runs which would have tied the game if not for using Haney in the top of the ninth uh, so the Yankees punted it at the end yep yeah I I don't even know with the Yankees it felt like they like I was lagging in internet issues in the last when we were talking about game three but it felt like these last two games the Yankees got close and then saw they weren't gonna do it, and kind of just were like, okay, I, I guess it's it's done. We're just gonna get swept by the Blue Jays. And I think that's not 
the right approach and not using I know Chad Green is the closer, but maybe use him when it's the best possible time. So I I, I don't know. Well, I, the thing to do is to not have a set closer. Like you gotta you gotta go by just however you gotta play it by how the game is going, you know. So. Yeah. And that's it's, it. There was, there's really no feel. You know, it's almost like they're they're waiting for the notebook to tell them when the next move's ready to go, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no, there's no, you know, the, <clears throat> I think uh, the Matt Blake visits to the mound for the most part through this series were, were well-timed, but yeah. then, then the move, the move that they needed to make didn't happen or, you know, they let something blow up and then they start making a move. Mm-hmm. So, Tough, tough series to go down at home, lose all four to uh, somebody who is playing playing hot and coming up, you know, behind you. I mean, you just picture this: if this is a relay race or this is a run, and and uh, the the Blue Jays were were gaining speed the entire time. And uh, yeah, it's like the the Yankees were behind; they passed them, and then they're letting up now. So. Yep. Yeah, it's like they they. I don't know what it is, but I felt like the Yankees were like, "Oh, we're gonna be a playoff team, so let's take the foot off the gas." And it's it's like when you see a video of like people running a race, and there's someone who's ahead, and they're like, yeah. they're raising their fist and they're like they're <laughs> celebrating like they're about to win, and the, the last second someone passes them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Instead, the Yankees are in what like third place getting really excited fourth place yeah, yeah. so uh, and uh, also i don't know I, I this was said after the Mets series but uh boone had a comment where it's like it was like hey you know if we play if we play how we want or if we play well we'll end up where we want still like i'm sorry but the wild card game is not where you want it to be yeah yeah no. like you, you have to like eh, just acknowledge how bad it has been. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Some, at some point you have to acknowledge that. And I, like, I guess they're not going to, I get that Boone is not going to be like the super negative guy. I'm not expecting that, but um, yeah, it's uh, that's not going to happen until they're like mathematically eliminated basically. And even then it'll be like, yeah, we got to have some bad breaks this year. And hmm. um, I think this, this, this season started off with we're a World Series contender. And now to be like, oh, we're we're happy with being the away team and a wild card game. That's <laughs> nope. That, that is a big drop in expectations. So whatever happens, I know that like Yankee fans are always like World Series or bust, but this was kind of this was the World Series well, year and it really felt like that. And on paper, every American League contender got worse in the offseason. Yeah. I mean, of course, the Rays are just, like, they just yeah. find people. But, like, the the Astros lost Springer. The White Sox are, like, they're good. But if the Yankees played up to expectations, like they did, they were for a little bit. They were better than the White Sox at that point. Yeah. Like, they, they had a better record at some point. Um. 
Well, for the most part, they've they've beat up on the rest of the American League. Yeah, and they just can't they just can't beat up on any of the teams in their own division, including the Orioles. You know, and that's the real sad part right now. They, you know, where they are is twenty eight and thirty six in the division. Uh, where they are is like I think they're nine and six against the uh, nine and six or nine and seven against the Orioles. Well, yeah, okay, Toronto. I mean, uh, you know, Tampa Bay is like what seventeen, eighteen, and one against the Orioles. I mean, they, you know, <clears throat> some nice wins. Yeah, you, the wins that you get in the division count a lot more than the wins everywhere else, and. They proved they could beat up on the Astros. They proved at one point they proved that they could beat up on the White Sox at another point. You know yeah. where, where they've where they failed is inside the division right now, and and every one of those teams is measuring themselves about uh, how they're doing against the Yankees, and they're doing really well. So, yeah. <sighs> but anyway, let's move across. Let's let's go across to uh, one of the other boroughs of New York, and uh, we play the next three games in Queens. So the team has a short travel from the Bronx. That's always uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the latest, I think, that we've had a Subway Series, other than the, the real Subway Series they played in 2000, right? Yeah. The World Series. I, yeah, usually they're they're back-to-back back <clears throat> in the same month, usually, um, from what I remember. That's, that's in years they play the NL East, I believe. Or, like, that's um, when, like – interleague play mm-hmm. used to be mm-hmm. during the, everyone used to be playing interleague play at the same time but um it, it's been in september before but i don't think it's been this oh, it has okay yeah well it was obviously well timed because of the all the 9 11 uh remembrance uh, that happened throughout the weekend yeah. and stuff so yeah. and, and i will tell you as 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 tough as this series was where we we lose two out of three it was a fun series to watch all the way through yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, should we start on game one? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I think game one is kind of the window to the injuries where you – not a window to injuries, but just a quick peek at the struggles the Yankees have been having is you have a starting pitcher who can't go deep in the game, which then – brings the bullpen in and King pitches well, but you're already down five. Well, down seven. So you're in this weird kind of, what are you going to do now? Yeah. that that I feel, I feel for Monty. He's been pitching. Yeah. He's been keeping him in games all year long and with yeah. zero run support. So here's a game where he still gets zero run support, basically, but he ends up, you know, getting himself in, into trouble, and and the sleepwalking Yankees can't get themselves out of trouble. I was so shocked at how you know lifeless they were on Friday night when they came in, but um, you know they got small balled. They got, you know they I think there was only one ball. <clears throat> well, there was a sacrifice fly. It was one, another ball. I think there was only two balls in the whole inning that, that left the uh, that left the infield. Um, and, and this was just a, a tough. It was it was kind of tough to watch them them do it. And I think the uh, the bunt by McNeil uh, with the bases loaded caught them all by surprise. So yeah. 
and, and that it, that invigorated the the Mets, uh, and uh, the Yankees kind of you could see them kind of throwing their hands up like, well, now what? You know? So, yeah. It's like this is this. I think this is at least the second game of the week where uh, the Yankees had two errors in the game. Um, just ugly, <laughs> just completely ugly. Um, they had a two. They had a two-one lead, and I like didn't feel good. Like I, when your when your team has a lead and you don't feel good about it, like that's not a good place to be as a team. That's just how I felt in the moments when the game was going on. Yeah, and that was. I don't know. This was the end of well the continuing of the seven game losing streak, which is yeah. you're, you're, you're not playing well. This kind of reminds me of like last year where the Yankees won 10 and then they lost 10 Yankees won 13 and lost seven. And, but if you look at the whole, it's yeah. Yeah. It's <coughs> yeah. It's two very different two week stretches back to back. And that, that kind of only adds to the roller coaster ride that this season has been. And I will say that for every every time the Yankees uh, generated any kind of a rally in this series, the Mets had an answer. And um, yeah, and that was kind of the way it went uh, <clears throat> through. The, you know, granted the the game was kind of put away early um, in the in this Friday in this Friday night game, but uh, the next two were. Uh, Yankees would do something. Mets came back and had an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, game two, the 9-11 game, the only game that the Yankees won this week, which is, I guess, if if you were to only win one game this week, this would be the game that you would want to win as New Yorkers. Uh because it has some extra specialness to it, but um, giving giving Kluber some run support early, which really hasn't been a theme for the Yankees, putting up five in the second, kind of puts you in a good position, all off home runs. Mm-hmm. And then um, kind of giving up the lead after that. And then letting the Mets work their way back into it, but then closing it out. So uh, at least the Yankees finished it. That's nice, but what? They went 0-2 with runners in scoring position, three left on base. So everything was pretty much done through the long ball in this game. So it's, it's not sustainable, and the Yankees haven't been hitting home runs all that much this year, so... The fact that there were only three guys left on base, and they put and they played at eight runs, you know, I mean that that tells you they were not on base a whole lot, and it was yeah. the long ball. It, it was the long ball, well timed long balls that, you know, yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, judges both both the judges' home runs were solos, but the Higgy home run and the Guardy home runs were two. His runs. his second home run was two runs, I believe. Oh, it was. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, they were down seven to five at that point. Okay. Um, yeah, but the first the first yes, one you're was right. yeah. the first one was a solo. Um, Gardner's was a solo, I believe. 
And I thought he, I thought he had, I thought he, he had some. No, no, yeah, yeah, that was a two run. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but like, at, regardless, they got out to a five nothing lead, and like, they, it, yeah, the bottom of the it, inning is like, okay, this game isn't safe. Like immediately, right. like, yep, you knew it was going to be a dogfight to the end. <clears throat> um, and Kluber, as 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 much as I, I think Kluber toughed out uh, for his four innings. You know, there were there were times where you you probably could have said, okay, let's go get them, but they couldn't. They couldn't afford to give up. You know, he, they needed every 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 pitch and every inning out of Kluber. It would have been great if he was able to go five, but I think you know, getting through four was tough enough. He had like eighty five pitches, something yeah. like that. So, yeah, yeah, and and then Velasquez's last Stanley, you know, last hurrah. As a, as a as a current Yankee until he gets sent down, you know Stanton gets on and and you know Jose we're gonna you, you'll be talking about Stanton so um, but Stanton gets on <clears throat> and uh, and they send in they send in Velasquez to pinch run and um, and that 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 was fun because it puts pressure on the defense and, yeah. yeah. And by the way, Voight hits a tailor-made double play ball. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Could have been the end right there. Javi Baez, like, <clears throat> he just airmails it. Um, <laughs> if, man. Because, like, I, I don't know. I'm happy that this counts as a win, right? But it it – it doesn't feel like it. You had a like five-run lead early, yeah. didn't hold it, and you kind of won yeah. off of something you didn't do. They needed a, a monster game by Judge to even give them a chance in this. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess it was good to see Chapman close it up cleanly. <laughs> even Except then, a runner got to third. <laughs> yeah. Runner got to third, and, and Alonzo H- launches a ball to the play. warning track. Yeah. He H- 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 made a great yes. play on the – and yeah. judge a wild pitch. And judge has to yep. make a diving catch. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, judge, judge with a diving catch. Higgy with a great play behind the plate to, to keep the ball in front. <clears throat> and then uh, even then Alonso launches one to the uh almost the warning track at dead center. Yeah. Thank goodness it was dead center in City Field. <laughs> That's like no man's land. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. But then, of course, in the final game of the series, Yankees are back to reality, lose a close game. What, Lindor's three home runs this game? Yeah. That's fun. Uh, bench clearing stuff happens. That that was funny because, um, you know, I, I, I loved it in the moment, like, Stanton hits a home run to tie, and like for some reason they're chirping him as he's going around the bases. It's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Like, and um, and then it shows Cole, and he's going like this. You're like, you're talking, talking, and he's hopping the fence, and then Gardner comes out and he gives them the thumbs down, like they, <laughs> <laughs> like they were, like they did when they were giving the thumbs down to the fans. Um, right. But as as with over the years, um the Yankees kind of like uh, doing trash talk. It comes back to bite them going back to 2018 when judge played New York, New York at Fenway Oh yeah, yep. um, earlier this season when judge grabbed his Jersey with the Altuve thing and Altuve hits a walk off the next day. And yep. 
it just uh it hasn't uh it, it's come back to bite them <laughs> it's not yeah. even like the, it's not even that i'm against doing this stuff but just uh you know never... that third home run by lindor it's like chad green chad green was pitching i remember being on my twitter timeline i was refreshing and as lindor came up to face green it's like everyone on my timeline was like yeah, this this Lindor home run off green is gonna be so so funny. They're like, they're like just <laughs> they knew it. A, yeah, like everyone everyone <clears throat> was expecting it, and I mean, when it happened, it's just like it's like how how could you like yeah. how could you expect anything else at that point? Right. right. Yeah. Right. That's how you answer. That's how you answer any kind of a challenge and stuff is put in the feet. And Lindor just rounded the bases and didn't didn't do any funny stuff. He just yeah. made it back to the dugout and then had his fun. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Clark Schmidt first start of the season after I don't know spring training was just weird for Clark Schmidt, but yeah, seven hits, five runs, only two earned, two strikeouts, not. You know, not well, he, super exciting. The first inning, he like he started the game by throwing like five or six, five or six straight balls. So yeah, I think he was amped up and like he's it, it's another kind of like Luis Hale case where it's like he needs to just he needs to work on location. And yep. So the development is needed with him. Um, but he it's and Sanchez not, were he they they were not on the same page the whole time he's yeah. in there and uh, <clears throat> you know and here again Sanchez is <clears throat> I don't <clears throat> I don't he's improved a lot in his defense but there are times when he just looks so lackadaisical back there. We didn't even and, talk about the first game. Yeah, yeah. And just letting the guys slide under like that was just yeah. Yep. I don't even know. Oh, but the guy slide under and then and then the you know the the play by I guess the ball in the infield uh, that that um, Geo made the white throw on you know mm. you gotta you gotta get the ball you know <clears throat> I saw it later in this game um, there was Geo made a play into the you know that took him into foul territory tried to throw the guy out over over at first base and Rizzo immediately steps off the bag steps into foul territory and snags the ball yeah okay <clears throat> that's the kind of stuff that none of the other Yankees do you know Rizzo you know Rizzo knew and he's told all of the infielders throw the ball wherever it goes I'm going to get it you know, we may not get the out, but I'm going to get it. And here's a guy who steps in front of a runner who's coming full speed into foul territory to snag the ball, to save any further errors and stuff like that. I said to Sally, my wife, last night, I said, there's a situation where Rizzo is just paying. He's worth his weight in gold because he does that kind of a situation, gets through that kind of a situation, knows protecting the ball and keeping other ugly things from happening are the best part about it, you know, or, or what needs to happen. I think Voight would let the ball go. You know, it's yeah. all conjecture. It's all conjecture. But Voight, Voight has not had the presence of mind to step into foul territory to go get anything later. And it was yeah. the same thing with that throw from Gio down to uh, Sanchez a couple of games earlier where Sanchez is, you know, 
instead of playing the playing the ball like a first baseman and waiting to see where the throw goes, he's already got his feet set. Mm-hmm. Can't step to the ball, and it gets by him. So. It's uh, I mean, it's just it shows the difference between a former platinum glove winner and yeah. <laughs> whatever else we've had at first base this yeah. year because we've had yeah. what we've had DJ play first base, Chris Gittens, Luke Voigt, yep. uh, Mike Ford. Yeah, none of those guys are even close. Jay to Bruce, Jay Bruce. Yeah, forget about Jay Bruce. <laughs> Come on, man. <clears throat> I hope we get Rizzo. I hope the offseason. I hope Rizzo decides he really likes New York. So, yeah. Okay. But anyway, sorry, we digress. <clears throat> so, what's coming up? We got we got a busy week. All all days are full. Well, Yankees beat the Twins yesterday. Um, yeah. Right. I want to say confidently. Seven to five. Yeah. I think that uh, was who's pitching? Who, who pitched? Uh Luis Heal had a had a great game. Luis Heal? Yeah. 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 And yeah, the Yankees both. scored the Yankees scored runs against the Twins. They you know if yeah. there's a team they need to get run healthy on runs, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So I am gonna go he he'll he'll go he'll go five and you know three and you'll feel good about it a couple strikeouts and you'll feel happy but you know the bullpen struggles a little bit again and but the Yankees put up some runs yeah yeah with you there it was tough to see Judge get the night off you know but uh, he's back for the Orioles series so yeah 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 no but but Stanton (laughs) Stanton carries it with a three home run game when he rounds home on his third one, he yells, take that, Lindor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and we go to Baltimore for three. Yep. And then we yeah. go to Baltimore. Powerhouse Orioles. Powerhouse Orioles. Uh, With that amazing, amazing pitching staff. I cannot believe how much that they've, they, they've improved over the year, only when they play the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. And then – um. Play the Cleveland Indians, and I will be at the game Saturday night with my cousin from Columbia. So that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They might need you. For, they might need you for the mound visits. They they might they might need that. I'll I'll come out of the bleachers and go talk to them if they need it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be a I'll be an odor for them. <laughs> Whatever the Yankees need, I will do. I don't know if I'll have as much power as Ryan does, though. So. <laughs> All um, right. Yankee of the week. Yankee of the week. I will go with John Carlos Stanton because it's a theme now and he has yet to be bad. If he's just a little bit better than average, I'm probably going to take him. I still love that he's playing in the field. Um, head and home runs still. Um, in Sunday night's game, that that could have been a big deal home run, but uh, Lindor happened, so it was less of a big deal home run. I kind of feel bad for Stanton because I feel like he's hitting these really nice clutch home runs or clutch hits for 
the Yankees to still lose the game. So he's so doing all he can. Yeah. yeah. We've had uh this is the year where we've had Judge and Stanton healthy for like the most time that we've ever had them healthy at the same time. Yep. And uh, you know, that Judge is gonna be my pick because like I, I mean, you don't win the game on Saturday without him. That's the one game they won. And uh yeah. You know, I thought they were dead in the water, and then he hits the tying home run uh, to tie it at seven. Um, yeah, uh, just shows where the rest of the team has been. Like the Yankees used to have a lot more, uh, a lot more surrounding talent around them, and uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, Judge and Stanton yeah. need to be perfect yeah. every night, kind of. That, and you know. <clears throat> And I went with Gardy because Gardy has, you know, Gardy has a near a near 400 on base percentage over the last at least a half a month, probably probably like the last 15 15 games plus. And you know, he's he's he. It was a time where he was a table setter with, uh, you know, the you know in the in the top of the order, even in the yeah. bottom of the order, he was he was doing well, but. Uh, you know, uh, it's a shame. I think we need to put Sanchez back in the nine hole again. He did so well there. Uh, yeah. You know, he had those two home runs in that one game <laughs> and stuff. But but I think Gardy did. Uh, Gardy Gardy is is kind of my Yankee of the week because he's just right now at this point, Mister Steady. Yeah. Um, obviously, Gardner had a really tough start to the season, but if you look at his numbers since they cracked down on the sticky stuff, he's had a pretty respectable year. So. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, long time yeah. Yankee. It's good to. I like seeing him put up some uh, play respectable ball. Yeah, know? exactly. So yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys, I'm going to jump ahead of you on the Yankee hopeful. Yeah, and I, I and I started. I kind of cheated on it a little bit. I just really hope Rizzo stays the Yankee. I hope Rizzo Rizzo yeah. uh, Rizzo played well in the Mets series. He he um, he, he really is, and his bats come alive again. Um, yeah. <clears throat> is there anybody in the major leagues that hits more foul ball home runs <laughs> to right field? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, he put a shot last night in the third deck, you know, of course it was like 20 feet foul, but, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I love the fact that he just like leans out over the plate. I love, I love his, I love his whole approach to the game. And it's just, as I said, it's kind of refreshing to see that, that you know, we got him to count on. So come on, Anthony, keep going. And then stay Yankee. Um, for me, I feel like I have to go Gary. That's, I just feel defensively he's been weird. His hitting after that um, big outing in the ninth hole that we were kind of talking about earlier against the Orioles, that was kind of a blip and – that didn't continue through this week. Yeah. Um, I would like him to start getting the bat together. And I, I, I'm still just annoyed about that play where he just lets someone slide under him because when you're on a, what, that was a five game losing streak at the time. When you're on a five game losing streak, you should, playing, you should be playing with a little more urgency. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the Yankees issue, just playing a little lazy and stuff. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, um, my Yankee hopeful is going to be someone who I, uh, I did write an article about 
last week, uh, it's Gio Urshela, um, just wrote about his regression at the plate and, um, he's, uh, it's been ugly since he's come back from injury, um, both offensively and defensively. Um, yeah. yeah. And we need, we need him to be, uh, kind of like that steady hand that at that third base, at least defensively, I, defensively. And, um, his bat can come, come around a little bit. Like, yeah, I think that that's the Yankees desperately need that. Yeah. If, if he doesn't have anything going by Saturday, I'll, I'll get my family from Columbia to go, go and talk to him a little bit, you know, Columbian connection. Um, yeah, that will be at the end of this extremely fun episode of the Yankee Nation podcast brought to you by New York Sports Nation. Hopefully next week uh, there will be a lot more upbeat spirits in Yankee Nation land and um, the Yankees will be back in the wild card. That, that would be, that'd be a nice uh, thing to have happened. Uh, thank you so much for listening.